It's on like Boltron once again, y'all. Crazy Funny Asians and Miscellaneous Brown, a.k.a. Eric Esteban. We are here with a very, very special guest. My friend and influencer on all that is internets. Wow. It's true. (laughs) Mary Grant, the Filipina. Oh, right? girl, no, it's yeah. not. It's oh, not. It, okay. it, we, we, I want you to do the karaoke show. That was a great introduction, though. Thank you. I feel, like, so pumped. That's I, what like, I do, girl. That's my that show. Because that's this is a place where we can be raw. We can just tell our stories and enjoy each other's company. And, and I want my listeners to get to know you, Mary Grant, the person, not the Filipina. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, wow, just, I like that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Oh, you like that? I like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're so articulate. I'm, today, I am Mary Grant, the person. <gasps> you be real, girl. And 100. also the Filipina. Yeah, no, you are. I was <laughs> impressed with that. That was very cool because I read that. I read an article about that and I, and, and how they were saying, so, I think they said you were a Mexican. And you yeah. Were, and you, you were like, yo, I'm, no, I'm. I'm Filipina. Yeah. No, I overheard somebody was like describing me. Oh, you know, Mary, Mary, you know, Mary Graham with the long hair, you know, the Mexican. And I was like, actually, wait a minute. Let's, let's get it right. Mm -hmm. I'm Mary Grant, the Filipina. And then I was like, wait, the Filipina, the Filipina. And then it stuck. So I was like, no, it's great. It's great. You know what it sounded like to me when I first, when I didn't, hadn't met you yet, but I saw it on, you know, I saw your moniker on, on the internet. I was like, is that like a, is that like a new Filipina superhero or something? (laughs) Well, it's funny, too, because my name is, like, so... You know, I'm half white, half right. Filipino. So my dad is white, so that's why I have the last name Grant. So just, if you see that my Grant, name on That's P- what paper, it is, that Grant. That's like a superhero last name. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, like, Mary Grant. But then people see me, and they're like, oh, you're not, like, an Irish woman. <laughs> so it's, like, it balances out. Mary Grant. <laughs> Listen. The Filipina. It, it, it's, um... It, I love the name. But that's what drew me to your page. Right. And then I saw all the funny and I was like, man. And then we got to meet each other That's and right. we've met each other through a, a few Filipino, Filipino and Filipina events. And I'm all. trying to think when's the first time. I don't remember when's the first time we met. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Just so many different ones yeah. that kind of run together. We're all over the place. Like, and and, and yeah. maybe it been, been like Long Beach or something like that or, you know, something where we were crossing paths and yeah, just kind of met probably. in passing. Which is probably why we, it's not like very significant, but but we've even now we, we're we're working on a project together. Now. We are. That's right. That's part of why I was like, <laughs> let's get that first half of flip side yeah. here to talk about the project. But also, I mean, I want I want you to talk about everything. Like, talk about yourself. Talk about how you got into the game. Why you're in the game. The whole thing. Yeah. So, go ahead. Tell me what you want to. Um. Let's see. Okay. So I was born in Turkey on an Air Force base. Wow, military um, brat. Military brat, okay. straight up. Uh, we moved to the Philippines on Clark Air Force Base. Wow. Um, so my mom's family is from Pampanga, like right off, right off of the base. Okay. So I was in the Philippines from maybe age like three to six or seven. Okay. Um, on the weekends when I wasn't in preschool, I'd go to the barrio and hang out with all my cousins and, you know, swim with the carabao in the pond and, you know, eat sugar cane off the branch you know so it's like hell 
Ella Filipina. Like, I'd never wore shoes or clothes until we moved to the States when I was, like, seven. And then I... Because, you know, it's so hot there. Yeah, for sure. And I would just wear my underwear. And then when we moved to the States, my dad was like... Oh, Mary Ellen, you can't you can't walk around with your underwear. You gotta put some clothes on. I mean, you can, but it'd like, be weird. Oh, okay, weird. What are shoes? <laughs> yeah. So that was culture shock. Moving for from sure. When did you move here? Like six, maybe six, almost seven years old. Okay. Like end of okay. first grade. Wow. Yeah, we moved to because my daughters are around that age now, so it's a trip to me to like think about how you traveled all around the world already at that point. Yeah, think of your daughters coming from the states, living here, right, and then moving to like. Japan, you know, at that age. It's like total culture shock. Yeah, totally. You know? And, you know, on the Air Force Base and then being with all my cousins, everybody's brown. Yeah. Or on the Air Force Base, all the dads are American and then they have, like, a child from each country. So sure. it's like Fifty Shades of Brown, Sure. You know? so, but but the cultures and the, and the people that you met, it, it wasn't like you weren't defined by that because there was, everybody yeah, because was different. because everybody was yeah. everything. So yeah. I didn't realize that... Uh, like either how Filipino or how different I was until we moved to the States. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, weird. There's like, you know, we moved to Virginia after a year. So we landed in Virginia. I spent, you know, maybe what first grade to 21 in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And in Virginia, it was like only black people, only white people back then. Mm -hmm. No Filipinos, nothing. I used to get teased. You know, people would be like, Oh, you're a gook. And I would go home yeah. crying, like, what do you mean a What's gook? a gook? What's a gook? Yeah. I, I asked my dad, and he was he just started laughing. I was like, Daddy, they called me a gook. And he was, like, bawling on the floor laughing. And I was like, why is that funny? And he was like, Mary, don't listen to these ignorant people. Gook, that's not even Filipino. That's a different ethnicity. And I was like, oh, so then I went to school the next day, and I was like, you guys are the stupid ones. <laughs> Like, you're not even making fun of me right. Girl, know? when I got, ca- the, I got called chink for the first time in my life when I was in church. Oh. No, it was great. Wow. No, because it was this, this taller um, white kid that was sitting behind us in the pew, right? And so every, f- every five, ten minutes, this fool would be like, chink. And he would whisper it over my head because I could feel his like hot breath on my, Ew, fo- on my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And he whispered chink over my head. I was like, and I didn't. You're know, looking around. You're like, I'm like, what the fuck who is he is talking this? to? I don't know, is this? What is going is this, on? Is Jesus calling me a chink? <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. But um. But yeah. No. I, I because it's just funny when people call you racist names and because <laughs> there isn't really isn't a, a specifically derogatory racist thing to call a Filipino though. Yeah, maybe I mean I mean people like flip, but I like that. I, yeah, it, it doesn't uh, it that doesn't mind. bother me. Not, yeah. There's not really if you guys look at racists, hey listen, here's a challenge for y'all. Yeah. Can you come up with something that might offend us? Because you probably won't be able to. I just just saying. <laughs> exactly. But if you could come up with a word or thing or a phrase, at least I mean because I feel offended as a as a person of color that racist people haven't come up with yeah. like at least something. No, I have heard rice burner. And I that's was like, cool as hell. <laughs> right? I'm like, saying. hey, rice burner. And I'm, I'm like, like, cool. Yes, there yes, is that's, rice. On you know what that sounds right like? Now. That sounds yeah. like a superhero to me, too. <laughs> yes. Dun, 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 dun. You want to call me rice, rice burner? burner? I might get that bitch tattooed on my arm right now. Rice burner. That's right. <laughs> With like a flaming rice cooker right there. Yes. Rice burner. What the that's fuck? Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could cook rice in like a. 
yeah. with like the touch of my finger. Exactly. That'd be a cool ass super. Literally the touch yeah. of your finger. I feel like that would be yeah, like you could do like just just the tip yeah. of your finger to, to measure the water, the water, and then you just and, push the button. And as but no, as soon as you <laughs> as soon as I knew that the water was the right level. It's it was cooked. Dang. That would be the coolest. It's a good cartoon. Yeah. I wish I could do animation. <laughs> Tim, yeah. Tim Seginson, I hope you're listening. Yes. Listen, li- li- <laughs> super power rice burner. Yes. Bro. Exactly. Instant rice. Oh, they awesome. feed, <laughs> feed millions. Yeah. <laughs> the touch of the finger. Yeah. See, look at See, we're here and we have been here for like eight minutes. And wow, we, it doesn't seem like it. No, and we have already. We have already come up with a new a superhero. Filipino superhero. Yeah, exactly. You see, that's why I wanted you here. <laughs> uh, no, because look, we talk. We were talking before you got here when we were warming up. You know, because I always before the before the guests we, before we start recording, I always try to catch up with the guests to make sure that we're like you know if there's nothing going on that I haven't like researched beforehand or you know something they want to talk about. I want to make sure that and I know. just so it's not like awkward. So it's like yeah, of course. Hi, come on in, have a seat, and we're recording. Right, exactly. Oh, hi. Yeah. So I, we we talked a little bit beforehand, and 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 we talked about like Filipino American comedy, and. I told you that part of the reason why I wanted to have you here was because I find that your comedy is very multi-leveled and very and it's very good. I, I laugh out loud. Some like the the Dora meme that you had. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> like, look with your eyes. Like because so. everybody. Yeah. Everybody has heard that phrase. Yeah. Don't look sure. with your mouth. Look with yeah, your eyes. Yeah, that's right. Right. Open and your it was. Eyes. I feel like. Like, I, I'd been working on a bit in comedy where I was thinking, like, maybe they had this, you know how, like, they have the please fasten your seatbelt, staying with the stewardess, but on Philippine Airlines, they also oh, yeah. had, like, a parenting workshop mm-hmm. with, if your kids are looking for something, That's right. here is the phrase that you can use. Yes. Look with your eyes, not with, not your, with mouth. your mouth. And then all of them are like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like all nodding in this parenting, yeah. plain parenting thing. I mean, because yeah. it's, they, everybody, like, I'm fed up to here. <laughs> you, like, yeah. if you're fed up to here on your forehead, you're drowning. Yeah. So it might be too much. Yeah. And But they all, like, the, the phrases that we all grew up with are, are, are you play with them, mm-hmm. but then you, Well, then it's, it's cool. Dora. You know what? It's funny because <laughs> growing up in Virginia, mm-hmm. There, I didn't have a lot of... There was no Filipino community. The only Filipinos that I knew was my mother, my grandma, my apu, mm-hmm. my lola. Yeah. Uh, she would live with us every couple years. And then, like, once a year, I'd hang out with my cousins. So, in the home, even though I lived in Virginia, we ate mostly American food. Me too, yeah. You know, my mom, she would try and do lumpia. Chicago and was a very similar experience. Right. It's yeah. like you don't have all the spices. So, my mom did what she could for her culture. And she's Filipino. So, I grew up with take your shoes off at the door, you know, close wow. the light, yeah. you know, turn on the air con, you know. Um, <laughs> so, on. it's like... Even though I grew up in, you know, Virginia, I grew up in a Filipino home. Of course. So, but back in the day, it wasn't something that, like, everybody talked about until recently. Well, and in a lot of ways, when you don't have a lot of Filipinos around you, your Filipino home is, that's that's your Filipino-ness, right? Mm-hmm. That's all you have to, to, to And it's all on. you know. Yeah. So, it's like... You know, I honestly, my mom is from Pampanga, so mm-hmm. I grew up speaking Kapampangan. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I mean, I knew Tagalog was the language. Sure. 
But I didn't know that Tagalog was the, like, pretty much everybody speaks Tagalog. And then there's the regions, mm-hmm. you know, until I moved to, like, California. So many dialects in, in the Philippines. Yeah, like 70-something, you know. <laughs> and I remember, like, whenever my mom would, we'd have family reunions... You know, I have an Ilocano auntie, my one auntie speaks Tagalog, my mom's Kapampangan. They're all speaking to each other in their own language. They can understand, but then they're... So I would be like, Mom, what is she saying? Like, because I couldn't understand all of it. I couldn't right. understand... Because some of the words are similar, mm-hmm. but some of them are totally... Like, the, the words that aren't similar throw you off if you understand Tagalog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like some people are like, okay, you speak Kapampangan, how do you not know Tagalog? And it's like, but it's a completely... Different language. It's not like that. It's not like, you know, when you go to Mississippi, they have like a regional dialect, mm-hmm. and it's like you can still understand because it's English. Mm-hmm. And then you go to like New York and stuff, and they're like, yeah, what's up, baby girl? You know, it's still English. You can understand. But then there are words that a New Yorker would use that a Southerner right. may be like, what What does that yeah. mean? <laughs> yes. Like when I moved to the South, yeah. I did move to the South for a couple years. Uh, my mom, it's funny, my mom now, she doesn't have a Filipino accent, she has a Southern accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, I know. And when she sings karaoke, she's like Reba McIntyre. It's so funny because my mom would be like, Can can I get your mom on on the show? (laughs) She would love it. She's like, Oh shit. Oh shit. I'm like, Oh my goodness, my mama's a Southern Dale now. See, that's why I started the show, was because, I mean, we love karaoke. All of us, all generations, no matter what. Yeah. They love. Whether you're good, you're bad. Most of us are good. Yeah, no, um, we're all good. Even the bad ones think they're good, and yeah. it's amazing. It's fun. Because the ones that think they're good are the best. I, I think I'm I'm one of those that think I'm good, but really, I'm, I'm just, I'm all, I'm, okay. I'm all right singer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right, yeah. Enough musical auditions under my yeah. belt to be like, But yeah, then I'm it is annoying when somebody goes, and they're clearly a professional singer, and they don't even need the screen for the words, and they, like, blow everyone out the water, and it's like... Okay, you need to get a band, not go to karaoke night. Okay, <laughs> no, like, I like us, that. Let us I, try and pretend like. No, I like that sometimes. The people that wow you. Wow, will we? You know, but not like, like no, song no. after song after song. Well, no, I mean, I listen. Okay. And then I'm like, no, great. No, I no have the people that hog the mic. I don't care how good you sing. You better, you better give another butter. Uh, look, I'm about, I'm about to sing "Party All the Time" by Eddie Murphy. You better let me sing. You know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. trying to. The people that hog the mic, I don't care. But. No, I like the people. Like, that's one cool thing about the show with, with with my karaoke show is that sometimes it's a funny comedian who can't really sing and yeah. it's funny. Yeah. But then sometimes the comedian can sing and it's a surprise and you're like, oh shit! Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. And it's really cool. Yeah. So I enjoy a good singer every now and again. Yeah. I can appreciate it. Yeah. I can appreciate it. Now. You have done primarily your, your YouTube videos, and that's how you've gained a lot of notoriety. How has that experience been for you? Like, I had a little, I had experience online with Mini Pacquiao, and, and I and I can we can we can talk a whole lot about all the different facets of the Filipino American community on the internet and how what happen what happens when you're an internet influencer or yes you know yes and, that's and um, it's 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 really interesting to me and I think that you can speak a lot to that whole subject and even specifically to the Filipino American community because I mean there's a lot of stuff <laughs> there's a there's lot, lot of stuff difference there's I think we all relate and the reason why my my content became popular is because there, there, it's a lot of relatable stuff, but when you have something that has a lot of eyes on it, mm-hmm. there's always going to be those people that have something negative to say. Sure. Um, you know, um, 
most of my stuff... It's funny because I tried to start off on YouTube, but I think YouTube is more of like a younger generation. Yeah. So I'm much more... Uh, I have a wider reach on Facebook. Sure. And I think it's because people can hit the share button. Yeah. So if I do a video, they can just hit share versus... YouTube or Instagram. You, no, I find I have more different. traction on Facebook yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the first thing I did was, um, you know, there was this big song, You Know I'm All About the Bass yeah. by Megan Trainer. Mm-hmm. Everybody was doing a parody. And at the time, I was trying to do voiceover. Okay. So I had, like, my microphone set up in my closet. You know, I was like... Hi, thank you for calling Sharps Medical Hospital. For nursing, press one. You know, I was trying to do that. Girl, right? it, it's hustle upon it, hustle. Exactly, upon you do hustle. everything you, do you, can. you can. Exactly. To get it's in like, the game. Oh, let me audition for this $25 gig, but it's something for my resume and practice, you yeah. know? Or oh, they're sure. paying you an exposure. Uh, I'll take that too, you know? Exposures? Well, maybe not now, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, you know, so I was like, all right, I have my thing set up, and my, my uh, original. Uh, you know, Filipinas were multi-talented and faceted. So I, my first love is music. Mm-hmm. You know, I did. I was in the choir. I did uh, musical theater in high school because I wanted to be on stage and sing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I, I had a group chat with my cousins, and I was like, hey, this song. What if we did like, you know, I'm all about that food, Binoy food, like adobo. And they were like, dude, that's hilarious. So they kicked me some lyrics. They sure. were like, hey, what about this, this, this? And then my cousin was like, so what like if you you're group like... wrote this, this. Exactly. Yeah. They they gave me so many ideas. And then I sat down and I kind of pieced it together. Sure, of course. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, let me record it in my little in my little studio in my closet. Yes. Um, so I, love I recorded it. it. And then I sent it to them and they were like, Oh my god, this is hilarious. You need to post it online. And I was like, ew. Like, are you crazy? This is weird. And then I sent it to my friend and he was starting his, he was wanting to do like a production company and film and he was mm-hmm. starting to film weddings and stuff. Sure. And he was like, you know what? I have these cameras. Let's film a music video. And I was like, well, I mean like a cartoon. Cause that's why I wanted to do voiceover because I had tried to do the acting thing mm-hmm. uh, when I first moved to California, 21, 22. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. Cause I read about that where yes. you, you had a little break. I did. I yeah. had a big break and it's because my insecurity, somebody, some older American, you know, Caucasian white woman told me to my face my insecurity. She told me what I didn't want to hear. I know. I probably I could and probably guess. And I backed guess. out. Yeah. And I was like, you're mm. right. You're, you're all knowing. You're the, you, that's your say. You okay, gave your power right. all to that lady. Mm-hmm, I yeah. did. So that's why I was like, all right, well, if I can't be in front of the camera, you know, maybe I can sing and be, you know, microphone voice. But see, and the, the thing about it that was beautiful about that is that. She in her ugly moment, she couldn't in all of that bullshit. She still couldn't destroy your desire to be in the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like even even if you diminished yourself so much that you wanted to just be behind the mic, yeah, instead of in front of the camera, yeah. you, you still. I wasn't like, had well, to, I guess I'm gonna go be a nurse now. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Like, you didn't. You didn't do yeah. that. You still. You like, still tried to. Do, yeah. Tried to figure it out, and mm-hmm. then. Subsequently, you're like, nah, this guy came with you with the camera because you wrote this cool song. You said, let's shoot this music video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's very important also to surround yourself with positive, motivating, inspiring, real people that want to lift each other up. Girl, what do you think this podcast is doing? Exactly. (laughs) And not just on surface levels, but because as a community, because me, my motto is... 
if I win, we all win. Correct. If I can help someone or connect someone that I really trust and I really like as a person. Yes. Not that I just met, you know, randomly on a whim on Instagram that... You know, there's some, we all know, there's so many people like that. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of wannabes. There are. And it's. Because the the game is so, uh, the the fame and the, and the, the, you know, the cameras and all the other stuff and trying to write films and tell stories. That's all glamorous. I mean, even the, the grind of it is somewhat glamorous. You know, like the starving artist, all of it is, is romantically glamorous, right? So everybody wants to be a part of it in some way. But the problem is, is that when you sift through the wannabes, Versus the real ones, mm-hmm. you know. That's why you have the real ones in the chair, and then the yeah, the, the wannabes get, you yeah. know, they don't get because invited. Because it's like we have to, we we have to support each other. And luckily, my friend, he he really wanted to support me, and mm-hmm. he had, he was like, I have this new equipment, so I said, okay, let's get together. You know, we we planned it. I think it was like a three day shoot, a two three day shoot. My mom flew in from out of town. Uh-huh. Um, I was supposed to get some funding from a huge, we won't go into that, uh, a huge Filipino Girl, we could tell funding stories about huge (laughs) Filipino stories. But but it it didn't work out. We're trying to remain positive when it comes to funding. Because funding and stuff like that, I think that the Filipino-American community, when it comes to producing stuff and investing in art, and Filipino art. There are some people who are who know how to do it, and then there are some people who just, you know, they're still learning. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it, 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 there's a long learning curve to this game. And it you, is. I'm still it, learning every day. Yeah, you have to. You have, you have to. to. Be part of the reason why I have this podcast is because I learn from every guest. Yeah. Because they give me a different perspective on it. You know, yeah. and especially you because you're younger than I am. And you're you're on you're you're more prolific on Instagram and 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 on the internet than I am, so I'm trying to get, I'm gonna pr- trying to pick your brain and see what it is about your comedy that hits with the younger folks because I want to reach them too. Yeah, you know, because um, I mean I'm not that much older. Like it's six months, I'm sure. No, I, I'm just a lot older. I'm older. <laughs> but Asian don't race on. That's correct. That's right. That's correct. And plus, I want we, we another, like, like again, I want another age. one. I want a Filipino yeah. don't something. I don't know yeah, what it yeah. is. Like Filipino yeah. don't jalapeno or some, something. I don't, a Filipino and jalapeno always rhyme. I don't want yeah. that. But something, because jalapenos are smooth, you yeah. know, but then they do wrinkle after a while. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, no. Okay. So what I was saying Yeah. Is, tell me. Tell uh, me. Okay. So my, we did the video and, you know, we overcame our challenges. That's awesome. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's funny because when we were filming, mm-hmm. he kept, you know, putting the camera on me and I just wasn't comfortable with being in the camera. And, and I was like, can you focus on like maybe like the food or like my friends? And he like pulled me aside and was like, Mary, this is your yeah. video yeah. and your song. So you're going to be like the face of it totally you have to get over that like own it so i was like yeah. all right well the the internet is gonna like you know gonna destroy me but uh, you know it's your insecurities you sure know, of course and then of i'm course. like you know i'm like a big brown funny girl there's you know nobody really like that that's true but look at okay that's not in a like character I'm sitting, kind I'm, of I'm way i'm sitting here in very intimate settings here at the burbank studios with you and i'm looking at your eyes right now and i'm just like wow you kind of think I have sparkly eyes I'm just saying, you do. You got sparkly eyes. You do. You very. There's a sparkle to your eyes, for real. You're yeah. very pretty. It's not like 
I'm just being, I'm not trying, I'm married, there's pictures of my kids yes, right I there. I know, I know, and you I know. appreciate that. No, yeah. but it's true, like, there, there's, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It is, and it took me, it took that woman telling me, you are 100 pounds overweight, and you don't have blonde hair, and your eyes are small. I mean, she didn't really actually say it in those exact words, but that's what she meant in her heart. But it took her, <laughs> it took her to say that to me. Yeah. And I'm going to go with 10, 12 years for me to learn myself, own who I am, and be confident in my differences. It took all that to get me to stand up and be like, you know what? It, I am who I am. It is what it is. Yeah. Either you like it or you don't. That's correct. That's you know? correct. And I, I think... I think that's what maybe because that that first music video, I think that is what people related to, mm-hmm. and you know of course it's like the Filipino nuances throughout the song, and just to see me being myself for sure. You know I think they appreciated that, and, and I don't know. Well, and here's the thing also. Okay, I'm gonna say it like this: there's a lot more Filipinas that look like you than look like you know, Scarlett Johansson or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, there are more people who will empathize with your story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, and, and also another thing that I, so that video went out, um, you know, and, and people were like, oh my God, this is so funny. We want to see more. And I uh-huh. was like, wait, what? Like people want to see more? Like I, I just kind of did this like for my friends and family. So we'd have something to like look back on. Um, and then actually Christine Gambito shared it. Happy Slip. Happy Slip. Like, my freaking idol, right? Happy Slip Happy Slip shared Mini Pacquiao. Uh, uh, one, of, oh, wow. one of the most successful animated episodes of Mini Pacquiao that she, she, she shared yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, she's the one up. that got my ball rolling. Yeah. Because she shared that and exposed me to her audience. See how, how okay, see, this is the perfect mm-hmm. example of what Filipino-Americans should be doing for each other. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter, you don't have to, like, put, put them on even and just... People don't under, underestimate the power of that share button, even as, like on Facebook yeah. or on, even just the retweet button on Twitter. A simple retweet to your people that you follow is a big yeah. deal to every Filipino artist. Yeah, and it's like sharing is caring. It's, it's like true. The world is wide enough for all of us. We're not we, we're not stepping on each other's toes. No. Like, we should all be supporting each other. You know? I, I said it in the last episode because um, we were talking about how, you know, like sometimes after the show, people were comparing me to Joe, right? Which I'm not mad at. Shit, Joe's great, yeah. right? And Joe's huge right now. So why yeah. wouldn't I want to be compared right, to Joe? Right, mm-hmm. right. Right? Um, but I look back on the people that influenced me, Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor and Red Fox and all the and Martin Lawrence and all these people that had... Keenan Ivory Wayans. They were all there at the same time, yeah. growing up together. And so if all these black folks could do it when they were a minority, why can't we do it when we're in a minority? Yeah. You know, yeah. We don't have to put each other down because there's only one spot. Right, exactly. And I think that's a, an amazing feature that as Philams we have is we're, we really are trying to go away from or have dissected that crab mentality. Because it's all about competition, that crap mentality. It is. That's all it, it is. Yeah. It's like who's in control or who's not in control or who's in charge and who's not in charge. And that's all really bullshit ego, which I'm, I can't. I'm yeah. not, I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. Stuff. And I, I think luckily that this generation or the generation coming up 
it, it, they they either they didn't grow up with it or they don't even know it, which is great. Or they're trying hard to not. Well, I think uh, too. Feed I'm, into that. I, I gotta say, for me, I, I have to give credit to my parents because, in a lot of ways, they didn't. They they towed a very fine line when they raised both my sister and I, mm-hmm. because. Yes, you're Filipino, and you better be damn proud that your parents immigrated from here and did all the craziness that we did to get to this point. But you're also American, and we worked damn hard to get to this spot, and you guys better take advantage of the fact that you're also American. Yeah. And I think our generation is doing exactly that. And whether your parents supported that or or you're rebelling against what your parents want... I think that that's that's the essence of what Filipino American comedy of our generation, Filipino American art of our generation, is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, it's it's more about getting our specific stories out. Yeah, and our specific stories are Filipino American. They're mm-hmm. not in Tagalog. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, of course. Okay, so when that video came out, I did another. You know, I started doing like Filipino moms be like, you mm-hmm. know, where the mom's talking in the accent. Yeah, and like, of course, you do a great accent, by the way. Too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Not every Filipino funny. American actor can do a good accent. No, they but can't. You can. It's but so you funny. Can. You get to do a good one. And it's funny because my mom, she didn't even talk like she doesn't even talk like that. The Filipino accent that I do is more of like. A combination of three aunts that I have. Mm-hmm. It always like it, the good ones yeah. are because it's like there's you take a few the inflections. Yeah, from because each. there's only because very few Filipinos and Filipinas come here to this country and not know how to speak English. Yeah, in, and not in, in, in fact probably extremely well in some cases because they speak English in the Philippines yeah. to the point mm-hmm. where if you don't speak Tagalog in the Philippines, it's okay because everybody speaks, speaks English. English, and because they can speak English. They can. They only make mistakes on a few words, you know, or they'll have an accent on a couple of words. But when they have an accent and you put, try to have a funny Filipino accent, the best ones are the ones when you can mispronounce multiple words, but at key comedic moments, you know. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, but anyhow, we don't have to have examples here because you know there you have to. Well, no, it's funny because I remember <laughs> growing up, like my we would we would be out and about or whatever, and my mom. She would like, you know, we, we, not that we talk shit, but we kind of like, oh my goodness. And we like, I know my bullet, you know, the big bat. And I'm like, mom, like of all the words that you're saying in English, can it not be yes. big butt? Like it should be opposite, you know? So of course, like everybody can understand. So she just said something about my big butt, you know? So it's like, or I'd be like, mom, how do you say, uh, like, uh, aquarium? And she's like, I know, I know, you know, the, um, aquarium. I'm like, no, but in the, in the Galloway or Kapampangan, oh, same, same. Same, same. The aquarium. Like, and it's funny because, like, you know, uh, sometimes people, like, one time this person was like, hey, can you ask this guy to make sure he zips up his backpack? Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I don't speak Tagalog. So I went, hoi, make sure you zip up your backpack. <laughs> Like, if you just say it in an accent, and then he was like, oh, okay. That's it. Like, oh, thank no, you. girl, that works even like, in London. That's all you need is that works say in, in London. Filipino accent. I did that like, shit oh, in yeah. London because I don't have a good British accent at all. It's, you know, it's whatever. It's like a Harry Potter one where, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But but I wanted to, like, fit in when I was in London. Oh, yeah. And there's a word you could use. Bruv. 
Brav? Brav. That's great, Brav. Oh, bruv. bruv, it's like brother and love put together. Oh, I and like that. I it, think I'm going to start speaking like yes, that. Yes, bruv. Right, bruv. So like if it's a hip hop dude, like, because I was always like only, only really wanting to fit in with like the, the hip hop kids that I'd meet in, in London. Uh-huh. And so I'd be like, all right, bruv. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, but there's there, the, like the slang stuff. I, I just, I enjoy playing Filipino characters. I enjoy making people laugh with the Filipino American accent. But... Sometimes, like part of the reason why I stopped doing Mini Pacquiao was because sometimes when you are getting known for something in the Filipino-American community, that's one trick pony. That's all they want you to do. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and, or it's all they think you can do. Which yes. Yeah. Is, it's you it's, it's very much like it. Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And that's fine. And I was, I started to see myself going into that trap as well as I know a lot of people do. And... Uh, you know, I was doing the Filipino mom vids and then I would post something non-Filipino mm-hmm. and my audience that I created with the Filipino American, you know, flavors, mm-hmm. sure. they would say, we're not here for this. Where's the lumpia? You right. know, and and so it's almost like a bipolar, like, do I give them what they want? But I still want to be me. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, as a creative person, mm-hmm. I still want to be my own self, but still, but I, I'm, I still have my Filipino content, you know? Like, I'll, I'll work on short films, and I'll try and, like, post about it. Ain't nobody care about that. Sure, of course. But for me, if somebody watches or if somebody's interested, great. But I, I don't want, I did not want to see myself as Medea. Sure. But... Don't get me wrong. If I was getting Medea money as That'd a Filipino mom, yeah. Oh, I'll be I'll Listen, be a Filipino Medea all day long. So I was lucky when I quit doing Mini Pacquiao because I had a light bulb moment to be like, "Yo, you got to stop." Because okay, I've never told this story before, and I'm going. I share. I saved this story for when. Because I knew that I could talk about this stuff. With yes, you. yes. So the character work. Yeah, the character, yeah. the Filipino American character work, and so. <laughs> The reason, here's the reason, guys, insider, why I stopped doing Mini Pacquiao and why I ended it at 23. Yes, 23 is because of Michael Jordan and the whole thing. I wanted to end it at 23, but I was still going to continue doing the character I had planned to. Like the episodes were one thing and then I was going to try and rebrand it as something else, right? But my dad's uncle from the Philippines passed away and he was living here in L.A. And my dad at the time was in Chicago. So he called me on the phone and he said, hey, Eric, can you do me a favor and can you go to the funeral for me? You know, as, as our family, as a representative. Yeah. Of course, Dad, of course. Now, at the time, this was like episode 15. So I had, this was episode 15 was when I met Manny. So everybody was sharing it. Everybody was watching it. Everybody was talking about it. My phone was always blowing up, the whole thing, right? And I get to the funeral. I'm in a suit. And my family member gets and meets me at, at, the, at the entrance of the wake. And he goes, hi, everybody, Mini Pacquiao's here. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. At the wake. Oh, yikes. Wow. Really? But that wasn't the. Sorry, Unc. But that wasn't the. Um, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Right? Cool. That's that, nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Come on, let's take picture. Picture where? Over by the casket. Come on, let's take a picture. 
oh, oh, okay, okay. Let's take a picture. So, so I'm standing there in the suit with my, you know, the, the, the family of the deceased. Yes. And they're taking pictures. And he said, okay, can you do me a favor? Go kneel. Be mini Pacquiao there for one aye, shot. Aye, aye, no, aye, bro, not, yeah. I'm in a suit, man. I'm, yeah. I'm in a suit. Come on. Just, just, just come on. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a guy who's, I mean, he's not in the right head. His dad just passed, you know, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. This is a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, and, and like even at a funeral, at a family funeral, I couldn't get away from like people wanting me to do the bit. Yeah. And so I got to a point where I was And it's like, another beast in itself because it's like, if that's what you're known for, like, are you being an ass for not giving them what they know you as? Right. So that's why I think as creative people that, you know... We, me, you know, you, we have multiple characters. Sure. We have multiple things. Miscellaneous Brown. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, you know, this one of the characters that I do, one of the characters you do, you know, it, it's it's hard to break out of that. Especially if you're known for it on exactly, the Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. But it comes to yourself and your personal, like, you know, growth as a creative person, mm-hmm. you know, Cause I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I stopped doing, so I started doing the Filipino moms be like with the Snapchat filter Yeah. three years ago. There's another person that came out. Girl, I know you're talking about. About, you know, a year, year and a half ago. That's fine. He did that. Um, He's owning it and good for him. The world is widened up. So since he started doing that and that's what he's known for. I don't do that character anymore. Of course not, yeah. I tried to do one, and it was, like, about, like, aunties or something, and it breaks my heart when people would comment, oh, you're copying so-and-so. When I want to go, oh, really? <laughs> I'm copying? Okay, you know what? I'm not even going to respond because he's owning this character. Sure. Good for him. He can have it. Like, yeah. I, I, it's no skin off of my back because the world is wide enough for all of us, but I, like, retired that. And so, because and look, any he's owning it right now, right? And any amount of videos that any people do, like my, my sister always told me this. She would always ask me, like, "Why are you worried that somebody's going to steal your idea with Minnie Pacquiao and do the bits?" I'm like, "Go ahead, yeah, enjoy." Of you know, we, we, the, I mean, it's going to be yeah. you, uh, I, it's a bit that I stole, right? Mm-hmm. I Tim Conway was the midget golfer. Martin Lawrence was the... Yeah, we all are influenced yeah. by each other. Yeah. You know, when I did the Snapchat video, like, Christine Gambito did her characters pre-Snapchat. So girl, it's basically Christine like... Christine Gambito inspired me to do Mini yeah. Pacquiao. Like, so I was like, watching, I was like, oh, look at this girl doing so Filipino characters. Minus the Snapchat. I'm going to go do yeah. some Filipino characters too. Yeah. And, 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 and then taking advantage of the Snapchat filters? Great. Joey, G- Joey Guilla. I always can. I always want to pronounce it with the Spanish. Like, kind of yeah, thing. I know. Yeah. Me too. But Joey Willa, you know, and I love Joey. Joey, come on, you know, you know, gonna, you know, you're gonna do the show. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, but uh, but Joey, you know, he does the Snapchat filters on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah, it's not it, nobody's stealing anybody's exactly. bits. Exactly, and that's the thing. It's like it's like 
I understand we're all known for each other. We get compared to each other. Sure, like, that's oh, great. Oh, you're copying Joe Coy. Oh, you're you're copying. Yeah, oh my God, the so comments on my on my on my stand up like, where it's like, oh, I heard these bits like, would Rex Joe never read. Joe Coy's not the only one that has a Filipino mom. Correct, okay? like, and and you like, know Joe Coy's though, and Rex never read. There's not the only one who has a Filipino accented relative. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Let's be real. It's not just. It's. That's part of it is you're giving your perspective on the right, Filipino exactly. culture as well as I am. Yes. And and if if some kid decides it's funny because like I always have po- I point to my Neo Matrix musicals was the first thing I ever wrote. And um my best friend uh, and best man at my wedding who helped me produce it, Joel, um, texted me that some young Filipino or not Filipino, just some young theater kids in Chicago are producing a one the Matrix musical or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if they saw the posters from you know Second City in Iowa where we did it, or if they just got the idea by themselves, I was like, I what, what, are you, yeah. what are we gonna do? And it's like you what know, what? there's do? so many and there's so many ideas that are similar. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a matter of like, okay, you have an idea, so let's do something about it. Uh, well, and 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 to go back to what my sister said, where are you afraid that somebody's gonna imitate you? And I was like, let them. Mm-hmm. Because they're probably not going to do it like I did it. And the way that I did it is probably going to be better. That's just how I look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I've am i never dealt with the insecurity as far as it goes. <laughs> no way. I, I didn't even get that until you said it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because like. I, no, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because like actually uh, last episode I talked about um how there was a portion of my life when I got dropped from my manager and dropped from my agent and right when my kids were born and my managers said to me, well, you're having kids now and most people get out of the business when they start having kids. And I had, I didn't have even one inkling of desire to be out of the business, but they were dropping me and, Mm. you know, and, and, and it did put me into a state of, well, I haven't booked anything in a long time and I haven't gone on any auditions and, you know, nobody's returning my calls anymore. Maybe it's like a forced reevaluation period. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's and it's a, and, and, it's a for, and it's a forced insecurity. Mm-hmm. And it it put me into you know it put me into I had to go to therapy for a little while because mm-hmm. I just had to talk through a lot of what all the bullshit, you know, and and part of what I learned through that whole process of coming out of it is how much I still want it. Yeah, and it, that that's why I, I latched onto that part of the story where no matter what anybody tells you, there's always going to be a little part of that artist in you that still wants to get your story out and tell your story. No matter what, even even if even p- part of you is telling you that you can't do it anymore, yeah, there's always going to be a little bit of a little you, fire, that little and, flame and, and that there, little yeah. flame mm-hmm. that's going to be like you're going to go crazy if you don't do this, mm-hmm. and. So here we are now podcasting in my room. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about uh, Flipside. Yeah. Um, so we have this web series that one of our friends, Owen, Owen, he wrote. Come on, Owen. Owen Oblato. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking right now, Owen. That's the, <laughs> you got to be on the show. We should even do like a flip side episode with Owen. Oh, that. he would love it. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. No, he actually he wrote a web series like a year and a half ago called Dudes, mm-hmm. and it was in some festivals, won a couple of awards. It, it got a little following, like an audience on YouTube. Um, and then I think after being a part of Film, uh, the community. 
you know, we're all inspiring each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it motivated him and he wanted to write a web series yep. based on loosely kind of based on people he knew and our experiences. So I like it how it's like kind of our own voice, but maybe like a uh, a different version, but still our own voice. You know, he wrote it in like a waiting. Well, because the, the only reason I say he had me when he said, I'm going to write it in a waiting for Guffman mockumentary style. Because that's like, because it it's like, because you know how it's like a real re- reality show. Oh yeah, but like scripted, but it's scripted. mockumentary. Yeah, that, making fun of it. Yeah, and 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 that you had me at that because I love that whole yes. genre of making fun of a thing yeah. or making fun of a certain. Uh, I love that whole yeah. thing, and then to be able to a- add the the Filipino community and the Filipino Americanness of it, right? Man, and the nuances and, and, of and our all the culture. different characters yeah. that are in it. I mean, Owen really did a great job yeah. writing it, and then yeah, I, because especially the, the 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 series, it's not relatable just to Filipinos, no, Filipino no. Americans. It's relatable to pretty much like everyone our age, you know. I mean, and it also which is like anywhere from twenty one to like. 35. <laughs> Girl 44. I don't care. Um, good no, for you. <laughs> yeah, no, but before before we wrap it up, because we're starting, you know, we, we, we only do like an hour here. I don't want to like do three hour podcasts. <laughs> right. You know. Part one. Lord yeah. of the Rings. Mary Grant the <laughs> Filipino. No. Part three. No, because we could. Yeah. We could we could talk yeah, for hours. We could, yeah. But I wanted to talk for a little bit about ghostwriters. Oh, thank you. Because, yes. That was because fun. It, when you were talking about Somebody who was apprehensive to be in front of the camera to I your know, role so yeah. in Ghost Riders. A girl has come full circle. No, it really has because yeah. because I was so impressed by your work in that. And we talked for a little bit at the premiere about how you didn't even know that you were going to be doing it in yeah, an accent. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But um, it just, but very, like, talk about your experience for a bit about yeah. Ghost Riders because that whole thing, even just talk about, you know, Jackie and her, her whole. Yeah, I met Jackie. um, Somebody connected us actually through Instagram. And then we met and we'd done a couple events together. And then I went to this writing class and I didn't want to go by myself. And I knew that she had just moved to L.A. um, as well. Or no, actually, yeah, she had just moved to L.A. within a couple months. So I said, hey, I want to go to this writing class. Just come in, sit on the first one, you know, see if it's something we want to do. Mm -hmm. We went, we signed up for the class. Uh, we ended up doing the class. It was awesome. It was mm-hmm. through Film Creative. Um, Leo Partible was the, or Partible, I don't know how you say it. Leo, he was our teacher. Mm-hmm. And one of the exercises was uh, to work on, like, a pilot. Sure. And yeah. so she had had this idea from personal experiences. Right. That was just, like, almost room. a like, very, very personal experience. Yeah, very the, personal story. Because she's a writer and mm-hmm. she's, yeah, and the whole thing. she was, like, uh, a journalist, mm-hmm. like, at a news station, like, in Florida, I think. And so a lot of the experiences in ghostwriters are, like, real. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, racism, sexism, like, chauvinistic boss. Um, So she wrote out the the pilot in the class. And then immediately she got on it and she said, I'm going to film. She got people involved. We filmed it over two weekends. Mm -hmm. So two uh, 12-hour days each weekend. We filmed, I want to say nine episodes, 10, but I think it was cut down to like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's about basically the office meets insecure about uh, a person's office story, like through the eyes of a 
person of color. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, just a person so. of color. That I was so because I, I I was lucky enough to be at the premiere night and see the first like five episodes. I think it was like the first two was episodes it? combined. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what what it was long. It was like I think the pilot and, and it was all yeah. edited together, so it, it seemed and so, felt like a sitcom. Yes, right? and that was her goal. Her yeah. goal was sitcom, but she wanted to try something and do something like. Uh, very different. Mm-hmm. So it was like the first series that was on IGT, I, IG Stories. It was so well marketed. I, I I was impressed by the marketing. Not even that, but the way that it was released with the, with the different interactive like choices. Yeah, where you which be- I was a little concerned because... Don't get me wrong. When I look, like sometimes I just click right, right, right. Or if it's somebody I don't know, or they start talking about something I don't care about, I just hit right, right, right. Uh-huh. So I was a little concerned that it wouldn't like be cast a wide enough net for the audience. Uh-huh. And then I think halfway through the season, she put it on IGTV, so uh-huh. it all flows together. Yeah, um, it, it so was yeah. really like I said. I was impressed not only with the content, the actual because. It was laugh out loud funny, yeah. a lot of, and and a lot of laugh out loud fun. funny moments were because of you. <laughs> well, it's funny you say because the the accent, right? So I'm thinking I've done a lot of short films where I use the accent, mm-hmm. and I don't have enough stuff for my reel without the accent. No, I get you. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. I'm in office. I'm the boss, bitch. And then I show up, and when we shot the pilot, it's, it was a different director for who shot the rest of everything else. So the original pilot that was shot was a different director, and. He was like, oh, no, you have a Filipino accent. And I was like, oh, I was kind of bummed, you know, because I was like, I hear I'm already known for this. I'm going to be a one trick pony. But then Jackie was like, well, no, Mary, here's the kicker is you're using the accent to because in the end, it's going to come out that you don't really have an accent. Whoever hired you. He, he just assumed you did. So you were like, all right, motherfucker, I'm going to play into it. And he kept promoting me and promoting me. Because of diversity. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? All right, I'll, I'll be diverse. So you're like the yeah. sixth sense surprise. At yes, you. totally. That's awesome. Yeah, so that it came. So I was like, okay, I like that. I see right, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, I think that was a big, a big, uh, like uh well that 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 definitely that 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 uh, Ghostwriters TV. Right. That's yes, what that's, that's why right. I say like, right. go there and you can listen, you can watch, you can yes, see you Mary can binge Grant. Binge all the episodes. Binge now. all the episodes now. You can see yeah. it all the way through to the end. Because I was watching as it was being released and I must have missed the last episode because I didn't see the the reveal. Ooh, you but, didn't see the mic drop. I didn't see the yeah. mic drops. Because I, I would've I would have mentioned it. Yeah, because a lot of people were like, wait, it. wait, what? She doesn't even have an accent. And it's so funny because even at the premiere night, when I got on the microphone, a lot of people afterwards they were like Oh my god! I had no idea. You but didn't that's have an like accent. the best. That's almost the best um, compliment as for an actor. Yeah, totally. Where the, oh, I didn't realize yeah. that you didn't talk. Yeah, I mean, that it's way. funny. It's the same thing. It's like you see all these actors coming from England. They have an American accent, and then then you find out they're British. Spider-Man. Why can't we do Blue that Mama? too? No, but, no, but we asked that. We asked that all the well. Theo and I talked when we talked about accents. He he mentioned that, and I and I I agree. 
Like if Meryl Streep can do a British, yeah, then why can't, why can't Mary do Grant Filipino? do a Filipino? Yeah, exactly. Or Filipino accent, Filipino right? Accent. That's right. As long as it's convincing and not in like a horrible. Well, and the thing accent. is, we, you know, and I've kind of come up with this like little phrase about it. As long as the accent isn't the joke, right? And that's my thing. That's what I try and do. Um, you know, I wanted to mention this earlier when you had asked me. Uh, I forgot what you asked me, but. When I first started doing my videos, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, my okay. mom was offended. I'm not going to lie. My, my mom's mom, still offended by Mini my Pacquiao. Mom, wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, mom, I don't know why you make aunties. fun of us. Yeah. yeah. My mom's like, I don't talk like that. I'm like, I know you don't, but I'm just saying. But the more I did it and the more my mom, my mom is my biggest supporter, my biggest Of course. Fan. My mom. So, I post my know, mom's right there and I'm always yeah. like. Hey guys, this is my mom. Like, don't like, you better be nice. Like sometimes my know? mom, like sometimes my mom, my mom will post. I'm so proud of you on like a post where somebody's like telling me fuck you, and I'm like, you, my mom's right there. Exactly. It's like my mom is right her, there. This is my mother. It's okay, me you better. Gross. Be, yeah. You, I don't know why you coming on my page yeah. telling me fuck you. I'm about to block <laughs> you. And the more she saw with the accent, because I don't. I don't ever want to do the accent in a derogatory no. or making fun of way. I do it in a highlighting way. Like, that is the tune that I grew up to. That the sound of the the accent when it's like flowing up and down. That's that is the sound of my childhood. Yes, and I it's think soothing. The more, yeah, it's it's it like my Lola me telling comfort. me and, and t- teaching me how to cook. Yeah, it makes it's me my, comfortable. It's my my uncles and my and my uncles giving me advice on girls. Yeah. it's my it's my. It's also my auntie yelling at me it's also my lolo telling me you're not gonna why why don't you wake up at 6 (laughs) a.m You're you so lazy. You don't do anything. So lazy. God, oh you know, God. I'm already here. I'm, I yeah. woke up at 2 a.m. Yeah. But even In with fact, that, I didn't it's sleep. Like, it sounds, it, it like makes me, it's like, oh, it's yeah. love. You yeah, know? it is. It, because that's what it yeah. is. It's We grew up with that. That's the way we were nurtured. That's the yeah. way we grew up. So in a lot of ways, it's just the way that we share our story. Yeah. Just in the way, like, like the way that Eddie Murphy, when he would, like in Delirious, when he talked about... Um, his his drunk dad at a barbecue, and his dad was drunk and he's yeah, singing R E S C P C T motherfucker. You know how to spell you know, and it was his his drunk dad. Yeah. But everybody got that you know everybody's dad gets drunk at a barbecue yeah, every yeah. now and again. It wasn't but like making fun of. Just like yeah. everybody's uncle gives them sex advice or how to, what's what's good on girls or what's yeah. good on guys or aunties or whatever. Yeah. You know why don't you have a boyfriend yet? Yeah. There, there, there's a white version of that question yeah, as well. So all these things are universal. Yeah. And and it's just. Now, because we we are at a point in our careers as actors, as storytellers, that we get to tell from our perspective. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the accents are going to be mm-hmm. there because yeah. we grew up with them. Yeah. And I think the more my mom saw that people would say, oh, my God, it reminds me of my Lola. I miss my Lola. It reminds me of my childhood. The more she saw that it wasn't in a derogatory way, like now she loves it. Mm-hmm. Like now she. My mom still doesn't like. I never thought. Yet. I never thought that she would ever not be offended. You no, know? my mom. My mom still doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah. I don't like him. And it's funny because my mom's still like, I don't even talk like that, and I'm like, yeah, you don't. You actually have a southern accent. <laughs> That's now. crazy. Yeah. My mom, my my tita actually said that. Um, she said, uh, "Mini Pacquiao is corny." <laughs> It's so corny. You're corny. Oh my goodness. And I said, that's the best compliment you could ever give me. <laughs> I'm corny. It's funny. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> For real. I hope you've enjoyed this corny conversation. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 
a crazy funny Asians. Mary Grant, the Filipina story, Thank crazy you. funny Asian story. Thank you for tuning in to me and him because oh. we are funny people. And you know what? Stay tuned to both of our Instagram pages at Miscellaneous Brown and Mary Grant TV because we will be having a fundraiser event for our Flipside web series as well as a lot of other events where you can be a part of the production. So stay tuned. For more. You sound so excited right now. Coming soon! Thanks, guys. Bye!